Hi folks, welcome again to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski. Now, thanks to the Sports History Network, a signed copy of my new book, The 2003-Yard Odyssey, The Juice, The Electric Company, and an Epic Run for a Record, will be given away to one lucky fan. It's all about the 1973 Buffalo Bills. Please check out the Sports History Network online for details on how you can win a free copy of my new book on the 1973 Buffalo Bill. Thanks a lot for listening in to today's episode, folks. Look forward to chatting with you again soon in the future. Take care. We enter into the 12th inning. Cabrera up at the plate. Here comes a pitch from Bauer. It's a 2-2 count. Here's the pitch. Here's the swing. And you're going to have to wait to hear this roar of the crowd. Welcome to another Sports Jersey Dispatch Roars of the Crowd. Those moments when we stood up and cheer as fans. One of a sports fan's favorite sounds is when a participant in an athletic event does something spectacular and impacts history, the game, or both, and makes an instant memory. We try and capture these on a daily basis to preserve sports history, saving those sports memories one day at a time. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of Pigpen Sports. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to another edition of our War of the Crowd series. Hope you're enjoying this. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback. If you could, send us an email, pigskindispatch at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at pigskindispatch. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on this and other programs that we're providing from the Pigpen. Now, Today we're going to talk about the 2004 Boston Red Sox season. It was the 104th season in the franchise's history in Major League Baseball. The Red Sox were in a tight race with their main rivals, the New York Yankees, for the American League East Division. Every game mattered, as Boston trailed by New York by four and a half games with only days remaining in the season on September 22nd. 2004. The Bo Sox were in the lead for a wildcard berth, but only by a slim three and a half games. The Red Sox were entertaining the Baltimore Orioles, who were hovering about 10 games below 500 in the season. But don't let you fool you, they were pr a pretty potent batting club themselves. As the Wednesday evening game got into later innings, the stadium erupted when the Beantown faithful learned that the Yankees had lost to the Toronto Blue Jays earlier. The pressure was on for Boston to win this game and to gain ground on the Yanks. At the end of nine innings, the score was knotted at six all. After the Orioles put a run across the plate in the top of the ninth inning. A couple more innings of stalemate went by until the game was in the 12th inning. In the top of the 12th, Orlando Cabrera was the first man up. Cabrera had had a really rough week leading up into the game. He had to fly home earlier to be with his ailing wife who had an undisclosed surgery all the way back in his home country of Colombia. Well, Orlando had flown back on a six-hour red-eye flight to New York from Colombia, sleeping a little bit here and there, and then had to get from the Big Apple to Boston before the game. Little time for rest and a lot of stress, I'm sure, worrying about his loved one. Now, Rick Bauer was pitching against the Boston lead man uh, for this inning, and the count was worked up to a 2-2 count. Now, Bauer received a sign from the catcher, wound up, and delivered a pitch. Cabrera watched the delivery and then exerted all his remaining energy 
probably a lot of frustration too, into crushing the ball over the big green monster of Fenway, over the left field wall, to lift his team to victory. You could see the relief mixed with excitement as this overly exerting week had taken its toll, but it culminated into this very moment, a special moment when a special player did something special. One where he took his victory lap around the bases on this walk-off home run to the roar of the crowd and celebrating with teammate Pedro Martinez at home plate, completing the walk-off home run. In a postscript, the Red Sox did gain some ground on division-leading Yankees, but they did not win the division that year. They just couldn't catch them. There wasn't enough time left. The team managed by Terry Francona, the Red Sox finished at 98 and 64 records. Second best in the American League to the Yankees. Three games behind the New York Yankees in the American League East. That team did earn a spot in the AL postseason as a wild card. And in that first round of playoffs, Boston swept the Anaheim Angels in the ALDS. And then they faced the Yankees in the ALCS, their rivals once again, for the second straight year. And after losing the first three games, the Yankees looked kind of grim. And they were trailing in the ninth inning of game four, looking even worse. But the Red Sox became the first team in Major League history to come back from a three-game postseason deficit, defeating the Yankees in seven games. The Red Sox then swept the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series, capturing their first championship since 1918, and thus getting rid of the curse of the Bambino for trading away Babe Ruth all those years ago and not winning a World Series for almost a century. That's your roar of the crowd for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoyed this little bit of baseball history. And uh, remember, if you want to catch some more history, go to sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or jerseydispatch.com. Till tomorrow, everybody. Have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout. He's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I hope that you enjoyed this recent episode presented by the Sports History Network and were able to learn some good old-fashioned sports history knowledge nuggets. I started the Sports History Network back in 2020 with the mission to help podcasters find a community of like-minded sports history nerds as well as helping aspiring podcasters to start their own shows. We have a little bit over 30 shows on the network right now covering all sorts of sports history. But as far as I'm concerned, we're just at the toothpick in the ocean moment. You know that. Can't even figure it out because there's so much more coming. We wanted to create the ultimate headquarters for sports yesteryear. 
starting with Podcast Network and our website, but we're going to continue to move into other mediums as well. And here's the cool part, because we want you to be part of our team. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast, or maybe being a guest on one of our shows, or who knows, maybe even writing an article for us over on the website. Seriously, all you got to do is reach out to us on the contact page over at sportshistorynetwork.com. You can be as technologically savvy as a Neanderthal tapping on a stone trying to figure out this whole hieroglyphics thing back in the day. Again, it doesn't matter, because even if you don't understand the whole podcast space, we have a production team that can pretty much help you out with doing everything. All you got to do, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com, head to the contact page, fill it out. That message goes right to me, and I'll reach out to you as soon as I can. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through.